This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Martin Gabor. And I'm Lizzie Walken. It's Wednesday, the 16th of March. In your Sport Today, bring on the AFL. Cam Smith shows nerves of steel. The NRLW is about to get bigger. And March Madness begins. This is your Sport Today. Today is the day our AFL fans have been waiting all summer long for, and that, of course, includes you, Lucy. The footy is back tonight, and it's not just any match. It's going to be a grand final rematch between the Demons and the Bulldogs at the MCG. Luce, let us know how the 2022 season is shaping up. Well, for starters, there's no COVID hubs or bubbles, not to start the season at least. The league has set some pretty strict vaccine guidelines and only a handful of players have decided not to get jabbed. A lot of experts have the D's, the Dogs and the Lions as the favourites to win the flag this year and the bookies are thinking along similar lines. We've got new head coaches at the Blues, Magpies and Hawks this season and Swan superstar Buddy Franklin is just five goals away way from reaching 1,000 goals in his career. He'll be the fifth VFL AFL player to do it, and it could happen this Saturday against the Giants. Yeah, and I'm pretty tempted to get to that one, but if I can't, and if he doesn't get it this week, then the Swans play the Cats next week at home at the SCG. Now, there haven't been any rule changes in the off-season. They're more like rule adjustments. Uh, walk us through them, loose. Yeah, the first one is holding the ball. So when a player gets tackled, having had prior opportunity to dispose the ball, that's called holding the ball and it's a free kick to the opposition. It's been a bit lax in recent years with players being allowed to play on, but there's a crackdown on it this season. There's also going to be a crackdown on defensive players' time wasting and player abuse and dissent towards umpires. The league's new general manager of football, Brad Scott, says players are allowed to be disappointed with a decision but they can't be disrespectful towards the umpire. Yeah, that's right. And if the players are disrespectful, then a free kick or even a 50-metre penalty can be awarded by the umpire. Now, tonight's game, it starts at 7.10pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time if you want to tune in. And with footy back, so is footy tipping. And we've got a new podcast that'll help you with your footy tips. It's called Don't forget your tips. Find it in all podcast apps and I've put a link to it in your episode notes. Those of you into your golf might have had a bit of a slow start to the day yesterday watching Australia's Cam Smith win the Players' Championship at about 9.30am. He held on to win by one stroke and loose. He did it with a really gutsy shot on the 17th hole. He must have nerves of steel because his tee shot onto the 17th green that's surrounded by water was about two metres away from disaster, but it landed near the hole. He made birdie and that proved to be the difference. He did find the water on the 18th, but held his nerves to get the win. The Players' Championship in Florida is considered the fifth major tournament because the best players from all over the world attend. It's Smith's biggest win of his career, and he's taking home $5 million, along with entries to 
all the other major tournaments for the next three years. Yeah, and he's also got an exemption on the PGA Tour for the next five years. So this win really is a big deal. I've put a link in the episode notes to a video of Smith's highlights of the final round, and that includes that amazing shot on the 17th. If you stayed up last night hoping to see Australia beat Pakistan in the second test, then you've got a long day coming up. The Aussies, they managed just two wickets overnight and loose. That leaves the match right in the balance. Yeah, that's right. So Australia started day four with the bat, added a few runs, but quickly declared once Manus Labashain got out. That left Pakistan needing a world record 506 in the fourth innings to win. Things started well for Australia when Nathan Lyon and Cameron Green both picked up a wicket, but it's been all Pakistan since. They finished the day on two for 192 with Baba Azam hitting his first test century in two years. Earlier in the day, the Aussie women's team made it four wins from four matches at the 50 over World Cup by beating the West Indies. Yeah, they certainly did. And just back to the test for a sec, we are set up now for a big final day. So the Aussies, they need eight wickets for victory, while Pakistan can go 1-0 up if they score another 314 runs. And you can catch the fifth day on Foxtel and KO from 4pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time. All right, that brings us to today's trivia question, which is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. What is the highest successful fourth innings total? Total. Luce, have you got a clue for us? My clue is that it's in the 400s. It certainly is. So we're not looking for the highest fourth innings total, but we want the highest ever run chase. I'll have the answer at the end of the show. Let's go to rugby league now because the women's game is about to get a whole lot bigger. More teams are coming in, state of origin has been doubled, and we're going to see a salary cap brought in later this year. Luce, tell us about these changes. Let's start with the NRLW because that's where we'll see the biggest changes. There are currently six teams in the comp, but that'll go up to eight next year and then 10 in 2024. We don't know who those teams are going to be, but the Cowboys, Sharks, Rabbitohs and West Tigers are reportedly keen. The big changes later this year we'll see a $350,000 salary cap introduced, which will see salaries go up by 28%. On top of that, all players will receive private health insurance to help them if they get injured. Yeah, some big changes coming up there. And players are also going to receive bigger match payments for rep games. And that starts next year. That's going to include more money for State of Origin, which will go from one to two games in 2023. To tennis now, and while Nick Kyrgios was eliminated from the doubles earlier in the week, the big serving Aussie is through to the fourth round in the singles at Indian Wells. Luce, he beat Kasper Ruud in straight sets yesterday, and he had a fair bit to say after the match. Yeah, let's just say these two aren't exactly the best of friends. (laughs) After yesterday's match, Kyrgios looked down the barrel of the camera and said, I hear no talking now, none. There may have been another word in there, but you get the point. (laughs) This all goes back to their only other meeting in Italy back in 2019 when Kyrgios blew up threw a chair on the court and then walked off handing Rude the win. Rude then made some comments about Kyrgios, which didn't go down too well, and they've been beefing 
ever since. Yeah, well, beef or no beef, this is a huge result for Kyrgios because Rude, he's the world number eight and Kyrgios is currently 132nd, although that'll change after this event. Kyrgios will play Italy's Yannick Sinner tomorrow and Daria Saville, she's also through to the final 16 after she beat Elise Mertens in a match that lasted nearly three hours. If you're panicking about who to tip in the AFL and NRL this week, please spare a thought for Americans who are getting ready for the annual March Madness Tournament loose. This is a college basketball event that starts today with a preliminary round, but can you please explain just what makes this so special? Fair to say some people in the States lose their minds over this. (laughs) You might have seen brackets of 64 teams referenced in American shows before, and that's basically what March Madness is. The top 64 college teams in the country are split into four quarters of 16, and each game is important because the loser gets eliminated. People have been trying to pick the winner of every game since it started in 1939, but it's nearly impossible. Some companies have even offered $1 billion if you can get every game right, but the odds are astronomical. Look, I don't know much about outer space, but I can tell you that you have a one in nine quintillion, 223 quadrillion, 372 trillion, 36 billion, 854 million, 775,808 chance of getting it right. I just learnt some of those numbers, Lou, so that is a lot. Oh, my God. Look, we can't help you here, but if you do need any advice for round one of the AFL, make sure you listen to Don't Forget Your Tips. All right, let's get back to today's trivia question. And today I asked what was the highest successful fourth innings run chase in test cricket. Luce, you said it was in the 400s. What is it? Is it 418? It certainly is. And that was by the West Indies against Australia back in 2003. So let's see if that record can hold up after today's match. All right, that is us done for the day. Luce, you're going to be back in the hot seat tomorrow with Sam. I'm off until Monday. Catch you then.